Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 13, The Wrath of the Villains, A Dead Man Feels No Cold. Dun, dun, dun. Which is lots of words. So many words. Yeah. It's pretty good, though. I am loving Gotham. And I'm going to screech about what I'm going to screech about later toward yes, the end. Yes, we will there, all screech about it later. There will be screeching. There will be screeching. Just so y'all know. Um, and I, I want to apologize for the delay. Um... And I, I had I had an upset tummy, so you it's were not okay. well. That's right, and it's perfectly fine. Yeah, so Sorry. I don't think anybody minds. Don't blame Janya. My fault. <laughs> it wasn't me. No, you weren't feeling well. Yeah, so. Uh, but we're here now. We are here now, and it's awesome. And um, I freaking love this episode. I thought now, it was great. Now we we do tend to have this problem with Gotham that they bring on. A villain character, and he lasts for an episode, two at the most. Yeah, outside, usually the arc is two. Outside of um, Galavan. Yeah. Or, and Penguin. But we ha- tend to have these one-offs. Yeah. Well, we had Mr. Freeze last episode. Mm-hmm. We've got Mr. Freeze this episode. But And I was concerned that, oh, no, we're going to do... They're just going to kill whole, him. It was the Scarecrow Crane episode all over again. Yeah, which is fine because we laid the foundation for the Scarecrow that Batman comes to know. Right. But knowing that we're never going to see Batman, I'm like, don't just give me stuff that is going to be cool when I can't see it. And they're doing so many of them. Yes. And yes, they're going they are. through them so fast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was kind of worried. I think, like you said, um, at one point in our watch along, you were like, um, you have to leave somebody for Bruce. Somebody has to be left <laughs> behind for Bruce. It's it's, it's I mean, he's not Batman yet. It's good storytelling. Yeah. Um and so and this this is our uh 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 show note summary. Um but I have to give credit where credit is due. Oh god. It is a quote from my daughter who watches Yay! the show with me. And her quote what she said was why do all the villains keep getting iced? oh <laughs> uh, there were so That's many she's, were, she's your child she is my child she's all, and we're both my mother's child so mm-hmm. it runs in the family i like that which i learned last weekend at my nephew's birthday party <laughs> um it's catching we're all sarcastic little shits in my family and i love it so That's great. um but i mean but she definitely i mean she had a serious point though mm-hmm. behind the joke yeah which on twitter and tumblr there were so many jokes yeah. and puns and I can't even think straight. Yeah. But um but yeah they keep they bring them in and then they're gone. They bring them in and then they're yeah. gone. But I kind of feel like the way this episode ended <gasps> that he's going to be around a little bit longer. I do too. I do so, too. And he actually kind of looked cool at the end. He kind of did. Oh, oh god, I didn't even mean to do that. Oh. God, I was punny and I didn't even know it. Ooh. But yeah. But we'll get there. We'll so get there. uh before we start, we had a tweet cuz we actually have dragged somebody from Sleepy Hollow to Gotham. <laughs> Kicking with us. and screaming. Yeah. So, hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. Hello. We're so glad that you're, you're listening to us, even though you don't really like Gotham. <laughs> so, we love you. Uh, but Kim was watching uh, episode 10 of Gotham, of season two. Uh, Michael Chiklis looked like Humpty Dumpty as he walked up the stairs with a cane. This is with the, um, the funeral that episode. That giant cast he had that disappeared. Within like seconds, yeah. But what else? And at, she tweeted that at us, and I'm like, you know what? He kind of did. Yeah. So, 
there you go. Oh, and I did want to clarify for Kim. Um, when I said uh, I recommend episode six, I meant I recommend episode six from season one if you haven't seen it. It's Spirit of the Goat, and it's one of our one of our favorites. Yes, it's a Bullock-centric episode. Yes, and it's, it's actually where we started going... Okay. okay, we can watch this show. This, this 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 can be a good show. Yeah, it's it's uh it's a bullet backstory episode. Um, I screeched through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and if you know you don't have to actually watch the show, you could just listen to the podcasts. You can. We're okay with that. We're cool with that. We're cool, We're cool with, with that because so. we cover the whole episode anyway. We do. We do. So, so. if you don't want to submit yourself to that, yeah, there you go. There you go. So that's um, you can contend with my dramatic retelling and welcome to any other listeners who are coming over from agent carter or sleepy hollow or any of our other podcasts yeah hi 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 Hi. all right you ready yes let's get to it um so this was directed by eagle eggleson (laughs) who uh do i laugh every time you you do you do and the funny part is like i started looking and his name is eagle and two of the episodes he's directed for gotham are what the little bird told him (laughs) And Beasts of Prey. Oh, shit. Yeah. But he also directed The Last Laugh, which did not happen because I'm in complete and utter denial of that episode. Well, there you go. Um, and it was written by... Okay, now, I, the the thing about the writer is I've got two sources that have him listed. Um, one only... IMDb only has him listed as a writer's assistant. Um, he is a writer's assistant for Gotham, but then I also have another source that has him listed as just the writer. Okay. So Seth Boston was our writer. Um, I think it's really cool when you get a writer's assistant that actually gets to write an episode. I think that's, I kind of think that's paying your dues coming up yeah, in, the, in yeah. the show. So I, I think that's kind of cool. He doesn't have a lot of other credits. Um, he's got a lot of miscellaneous crew credits. Um, cool. Like cool. second assistant director, stuff like that. Well, this was a really good episode then. Yeah. So I was, I was really impressed. I like to see the newbies that do a good job. Well, when they, they come up with a good idea in the right, cause you know, they sit in the, they have their writer's room and they yeah. sit in their little I always think of it as a round table, but it's not always a round table, but that's just me. But yeah. And they throw ideas at each other and, you know, they have the storyboards around and they have to keep up the huge story arc going. Yeah. So when an assistant writer comes up with a good idea. And they go, all right, do that. All right, let's do it. Give me a draft by such and such. I just think that's really cool. And it makes me all warm and fuzzy. I know it really does. So I think, I think Seth Boston did a good job. And this was a good episode. It was a good, solid episode. Um, so we start off and um, we start off at Ace Chemicals, um, which um, I, yeah, I'm I was sorry. Gonna, I'm sorry to interrupt I know, but so I was quickly. Gonna, I was going to ask you about that. Um, our, our our veteran listeners will know that I have played Batman Arkham Knight on my PlayStation a lot. A lot. And uh, so I will reference the game. Yes. So spoiler alert. Um, but I've blown up ace chemicals yeah you did tell me that you were like i blew that up i blew that place up i was like okay it was great it, and by the way it's not this nice in oh, the game. okay it's not this pretty okay well but all hell has broken loose in gotham that's true but the game is also set in a time when batman is a grown I mean, is an yeah. adult yeah. So, so it's been a minute it's been a minute um i did want to ask ace chemicals isn't the place where joker got his weird like toxic business depends on which retcon you want to go with okay so there you go. It just, but it is a division of Wayne Enterprises. It is a division of so Wayne Enterprises, know. yes. Um, and so it's, this, it's the go-to place for chemicals yeah. in the Gotham world. Well, they're the ace chemicals, so that means they're the top. That's ace. They're asexual? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm not judging. I went there. I'm I went judging. there. 
Um, so this is when uh, the alarms go off and Jim and Harvey go in and um, it's pretty it's pretty vacant and empty. And Jim uh, warns, uh, which I will say they did bring other cops with them for fucking once. And well, like, isn't the SWAT team? I think it is. Yeah. Okay. But they didn't make a big like fucking deal about it. It wasn't like, what was this? What were their squad? What was their squad name? The I Alpha don't squad even or some remember. Like, I don't. I blocked that out because it was it stupid. It means so little to me. And so um, Jim's like, uh, he gives us our exposition. He's like, uh, Victor Fries was spotted entering the building 20 minutes ago and blah, 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 blah. And um, they do find some some guys. It looks like some guards uh, frozen solid. And so uh, they continue into the building and they find another guard that has been like icicled been like impaled with some icicles was that my frightened my frightening yeah the second one yeah okay yeah and i have and i have to because now i can <sighs> breathe a sigh of you, relief you were you were worried in the promos i was very concerned because the second area that they come up into the flash that they would do look this guy looked like bullock he had the hat he had face scruff i was so worried that bullock had gotten frozen and we're watching this and i, I was texting i was like i'm scared i'm scared and it comes around i was like there he is it's he's okay fine. it's okay. okay he's fine he's gonna be okay yeah because it's like some it's like some other other guard some or dude. something just a dude um and so they do find um also a badge belonging to a missing night janitor <gasps> dun, dun, dun. and that's how he got in um and he has taken a, a canister of liquid helium and um, there's another another corpse there, and it's got the words, uh, free my wife, written in the ice, which is super subtle. Well, okay, so they walk in there, and Bullock asks, because, okay, Bullock's back to his zingers, and I've missed him for the first half of this season. Yeah. Um, yeah, we seem to have remembered Bullock in these couple episodes. Yeah, the first, the first half of the season, Bullock was just background noise, and that really, really bothered me, because mm-hmm. you know, and our listeners should know, that I freaking love Bullock I know you do so much um and he walks in and he says what's the plan and Jim looks up and it's free my wife the way that dialogue flowed I was cackling yeah Yeah. it was so hilarious okay to answer your question yes Joker is connected with the Ace Chemical Plant cool um, I thought that sounded familiar. As the story go, now I'm not a big, I'm not in as much into DC. I'm, I'm more a Marvel girl. Right. You're, you know more about DC than I do. But mostly from the animated series. Mostly from the animated series. But uh, as as we've talked about before, when the Red Hood episode, yeah, um, Red Hood is noted as an early iteration of the Joker. It's right. the, the person was originally supposedly the Red Hood. Well, the Red Hood. Um, they did garbage. Um, but the, and I'm just going to read straight from this website, which is DC Wikia. Uh, which the, is good stuff. Yeah, it is. The Red Hood gang blackmailed this nameless comedian into donning the red helmet and conducting a robbery. The gang's intended escape route led them through the Ace Chemical Plant. Mm. Now, at this time, the uh, Ace Chemical Plant had been shut down for 10 years. Okay. So... Going on, on the night of the robbery, the neophyte vigilante known as the Batman learned of the gang's plan and intercepted them at the chemical plant. While trying to escape, the Red Hood fell from a catwalk into a vat of deadly chemicals. 
So it is one of his origin stories. Cool. One of. One, yeah, because he's been retconned several times. As all characters have. That's cool. So that answers that question. Um, and actually, that's I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, we were talking about, um, during our watch along, about Hugo Strange. And we were trying, it's it's really hard for us to. Strange, you should mention that. I know. Um, but it, it's really hard, especially when he's been in like two episodes, to go, ah, they're doing this arc. From this, because not only has DC been around so fucking long, they've Six, retconned their 60. retcons. They their have. Retcons. They are notorious. They're worse than Marvel. So sometimes it's like, and, and especially since Gotham is its own thing, sometimes it's go, it's going to take us a minute to go, okay, that's what this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Gotham is its own story. It's right. not, it's its own thing. It's its own entity. It's not tied to DC. It's not even, it's not DC's Gotham. Yeah. This is like, we have Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. This is straight up Gotham and DC is also notorious for taking a storyline that goes into it that comes from a show mm-hmm. like Harley yeah Harley came from the Batman Batman and, the animated series and then bringing it into the comics yeah going the other way they're notorious for that and but yeah. to, in order to do that they have to retcon some other stuff yeah but their retcons have retcons yeah so so that's why we don't have good a, luck we don't have a ton of information on like uh like Hugo Strange is a great example well, that, and I just love Gotham for Gotham. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really cool what they're doing with this with this story. Okay, so free his wife. Yes. Um, and so we go to Wayne Manor, and I'm super uber excited. Bruce! Because Bruce and Leslie are finally having their first session together, and I am a happy bunny. Because I've wanted this mm. for, like, ever. Because in, and again, this is in my head from Batman the Animated Series, and I'm not even saying I remember it right. I just remember Leslie was his shrink. Yes, and in so I think, and we've discussed when they first introduced Leslie, we discussed her in canon, and she is the mother figure to Bruce as much as Alfred is the father figure. Right. So this was really the cool for, so, for me to see them finally finally bringing them together. Yeah. Like actually in the same room. Well, and God, them giving Leslie anything cool to do at this something point, to do because she's just been. Snortown. She, she hasn't even been a decent Emmy, and we were so excited. Okay, well, Barbara was boring, so we got rid of her. But then she got interesting, and Leslie, oh, she's cool, another woman yeah. for the show, and she got so boring. Yeah, so quickly. Um, and so Bruce, uh, they're in the study at Wayne Manor, and um, she wants to talk to him. The, the only room in the manor. Yeah, the only the okay. only room in the house. And so, um, Leslie tells him that basically Alfred wanted her to talk to him. Because of the whole him being kidnapped by a cult thing. You know. And almost dying. And um, Bruce is like, I'm fine. And this is where we find out he was in Switzerland again. Which we guessed at from That's last time. That's how yeah. they explain him not being there. Well, but at least they explain at it. At least they explain it. So I will I will give you that. And they they drew on a previous established... They have, they have yes. a place in Switzerland. Yes. And that's where Alfred takes him when it he gets scared. It has precedent. So um, Bruce is like, I'm fine. And Leslie's like you were kind of kidnapped and you could have been killed and um she's like how did you feel about that and he's like i felt alive and i'm like okay you're batman showing (laughs) and so um he wonders he's 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 so funny because bruce is so like self-aware in a lot of ways far beyond his ears and he's like do you think that that makes me abnormal and she's like well it's not usual and so Bruce is like, no, I was given a second chance at life. And um, Leslie says, uh, okay, well, what do you want to do with it? And he's like, my plans remain unchanged. 
So he says that he's going to still continue with his super cool uh, plan for an adolescent boy. Um, he's going to find the man that killed his parents. As you do. And Leslie's like, hey, you know, that might be a crazy obsession. And Bruce is like, no, no, this is fine. <laughs> um, again, Bruce's poor judgment began very early. And um, so he's like, um, I'm, and I think she asks him, what are you, okay, what are you going to do if you find this guy? And he's like, he says he'll let the law take its course. And I was just like, yo, pants are on fire. He wasn't even looking at her. Yeah. And they're, your plan, you're, it's a. Leslie gets up, grabs the fire extinguisher, yeah. puts him out, sits back yeah. down. Um, and Leslie's like, yeah, that, 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 that's not true. That um, sounds fake, but yeah. okay. And then Bruce is like, we should talk again because I found this conversation clarifying. And she's oh like, God. okay. So we, we kind of, he, and he seemed, he, he seemed older. Well, Did he not? He, I think even David looked yeah, older. Like his face looked leaner. He looked taller. I don't know if he, maybe is, he's carrying himself a little differently. Which like, I don't know how much of a time span there was between the first half of the season and this half of the season. Yeah, I don't either. He literally looks. Yeah, older. Yeah, and um, you mentioned that Cameron looked uh, taller too. Cameron looked yeah. Cameron looked a little different too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you when you have children, they age so they quickly. They age so fast. Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, I know they had to skip a whole season just for Bran to catch up because he's like nine feet tall now. He really, he really is. He's taller than Sansa. So, um, but twice in this conversation, you see the hint of of the Batman duality. Yeah, because uh, he's she says you're 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 a you're a high school kid or something. Yeah, and and you're not a detective. You're you're a student. And he says, well, in my experience, you can be more than one thing at a time yeah, I thought that was don't great. you think but then later she asks him what happened to honest bruce well yeah. i guess that's the other, other. bruce I don't, yeah. so the duality is like in case you didn't know in your face he's gonna be batman he's batman and i but i think it's really good because i think i think david's playing it very well I'm, well, I've always can, been impressed by is, this guy. He, yeah, to be as young as he is, he is really embodying yeah. the character of Bruce Wayne. And it's yeah. very impressive to me. Yeah. Writers, was, writers notwithstanding. Because I was really, I, honestly, before we even started Gotham, when I found out it was going to be about baby Bruce, I was like, he's going to be this punk-ass whiny kid, and I'm going to hate him. He and, has been punk-ass whiny kid, but, but I love him. But, yeah, so I, I like it. Yeah, I mean... I've been very pleased. We had to get past season one... Yes. ...to get to where we are to like the show as much as we do, so... Yeah. But it's little tidbits like this... Yeah. Yeah. ...that that carry the story along. Yeah. So, anyway. um, So, we go to the GCPD which and... Is, which, as, as in case our listeners have forgotten, is right next door. Everything's next door to everything else. Yes. And it's all surrounded by the docks. Yes. Um, so we go to the GCPD, and Barnes is refusing to let Nora Fries go. You mean Barnes is having a stroke? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm 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 done with Barnes now. Can I return him? <laughs> I I don't think you can get your money back at this point. I don't care That's as long okay. as he just All goes right. away at this point. Yes. Um, and so he's, he's. I would like Essen back. I would like Essen back. Yes. And so he's like, okay, well, uh, Victor's going to go after her. So this is great, and they'll be ready for him. And Jim's like. Um, Nora's in a holding cell right now, but she's kind of like dying and stuff. Yeah, a little bit. And um, this is when Leslie's like, if she doesn't like go to somewhere that's actually equipped to handle her, she's she could very well die. Yeah, like, and she's my patient. She's my patient. 
And so this is when Barnes gets the awesome idea, and it's totally not a shitstorm at all, um, to take Nora to Arkham. Okay, let's... Because they're a fully equipped facility, but they're also like Arkham. Well, the thing is, Barnes's character is boring. Yes. All he does is yell. Yes. And I don't care about him at all. True. There is, if he were to die... I'd be like, yay! I'd, I'd be, actually probably be happy. I'd be like, finally, let's get rid of this boring character and get somebody more interesting in. Yeah. And it's like just like, Jim Gordon could die. Yeah. And I'd we cool would not care. At this point, <laughs> so it's yeah. It's really sad because he's our main character, but yeah. whatever. Um, but you have to admit, there is no better solution. No. There's not. With the situation they have, no. It is the worst of like 50 evils. Yeah. But it's the only solution they have. And even Bullock has to admit, do you had a better plan? Uh, uh, no. And Leslie didn't either. No. Even, no. Even when Jim explains this to her later and she after she freaks out, she didn't have a better idea. Well, but then she, but she's pissed off at Jim because nobody has... That bothered me. Yeah. That makes no sense that she was pissed off that Jim didn't have a better idea. Yeah. Well, you know. Whatever. 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 I know. Please. And so uh, this is when um, they decide that they can capture uh, Victor... Um, because they're going to lure him to Arkham and it's going to be great. And um, Harvey's like, hey, guess you know what? Arkham's full of crazy people is what it's fucking full of. He really is. The sad thing is Harvey really is the voice of reason in this show. He is. But then he's like, yeah, we don't have any other. And where is um, Scotty? I don't what know. What happened to Scotty? They did not. They've kind of let that go away. He was living with a woman in her house. They were a engaged. Who, they were and not a peep since he came back to the GCPD. That's because he's got his boyfriend back. Plot hole. That's yeah, true. it really is. Um, and so this is when Jim uh, tells Leslie what's going on. And she's like, so you're using her as bait. And uh, he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Because Gotham General, as we saw from the, uh, from the last episode of season one, is a giant security risk. Because you can apparently just walk your entire mob through there. And it's well, cool. Well, sure, sure, sure. Um, well, I mean, have you seen uh, Batman The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. I mean, the there Joker blew it up. Yeah. I mean, so this is why, uh, this is when he's like, oh, Nora's going to be perfectly safe. Which I'm like, your dumb ass can't make that promise. Your dumbass can't make any promises, Jim. Single expression, Gordon. Jim. Single expression, except when it's Harvey. Except Harvey, it's true. I mean, so this is when uh, Leslie's like, I'm going to go with my patient. And Jim's like, uh, you're pregnant with my baby. And she's like, I'm going to go with my patient. And I'll scream if you don't give in. Well, and I was like, that was mature. I, I loved it because she holds her belly in such a defiant manner. Yep. If you try to use this against me. Yeah. And I was like, you go, girl. Yeah. You go, girl. Yeah. And I just, this baby is just getting in the way of stuff. I know. And it's, it's the wrong woman having the wrong baby. And it really, really irks me. I don't understand Leslie's, I don't understand Leslie's point in the story. Cause they're, and I get what they're doing. They're writing Marina's pregnancy in and that's cool. Don't get you me don't started. have to don't yeah get me but you started. don't have to do that but see the thing is they didn't have to write her pregnancy into exactly the story. exactly you could have just ignored it like they've done in many 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 shows, shows. Uh, for example the Walking Dead mm-hmm. uh, right in the in the episodes that are airing right now in the spring of 2016 um, the storyline has one character who is pregnant mm-hmm. but is not really pregnant yeah but there is an actress who is pregnant and they're ignoring it in the show is not pregnant oh 
they say they're ignoring it, but in this this last week's episode, <gasps> did they make a fat comment? No, no, worse. She's standing the angle of the camera. She's standing in a kitchen and she's drying some dishes, and they're down low, okay. And the camera is angled up, and there's a dish drainer, mm-hmm. and there's a big round plate. <laughs> Hiding her big round belly. Oh, that's funny. And everybody's watching is like, oh my God, that's you had so to do that. terrible. Yeah. But I mean, they could have done that. Yeah. But they didn't. So now we've written this random baby in. And this is the second woman that's been pregnant on The Walking Dead that was not pregnant in the show, but the actress was pregnant. Yeah. So, I mean, it can be done. Yeah. And Why just, they had to do this, I don't understand. I don't understand where Leslie's plot is going. Her and Jim has shown is, no emotion where this baby is concerned. At all. None. Aside from like... Are they... And by the way, are they getting married? Aren't I, they getting married? I, they said a fiancé. He calls her a fiancé, so, but... Yeah. Yeah. When did she... I don't know. I'm going to stop bitching about Leslie yeah. because she bothers me. Yeah. Um. And so this is when he leaves and we go to Indian Hill and I'm like, Indian Hill. Indian Hill. Because this is the cool part. And... um. Hugo Strange tells his assistant, Mrs. Peabody. Who is not Mrs. Fredrickson from Warehouse 13. Not Mrs. Fredericks from... This is not CCH Pounder. No, no. She would not put up with the shit. No, she would not. Absolutely not. As you pointed out to me. And so, um, it it turns out that he has... He's been working on trying to replicate Freeze's serum. He's trying to get it from his victims. Yeah. And failing. And so, uh, she she says that the, the GCPD wants to transfer Nora to Arkham. <gasps> and Strange is like, this is the best thing <laughs> ever. Okay, I'm totally shipping uh, Hugo Strange and Mrs. Peabody, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. In a really weird, sick, twisted science, science kind of bros kind of. Sorry, it's, you it's know. okay. You've met me. You ship anything. I will. Um, and so this is when he's like, this is great because he's going to he's going to totally come to Arkham and then we can do stuff. And um, wait, 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 wait. I have a quote. OK, here I am desperately in need of his cryonic expertise and he's going to make a house call. Yeah. Ching. I really like Hugo Strange is so like a drama queen. But then again, we're in the comic books and it's, I think B.D. Wong is doing a great job. He really is. And those pink round glasses. Yeah. Like we, when we, I was doing my uh, uh, rewatch of it, and I'm watching him, and I'm paying you know closer attention mm-hmm. to to the actor specifically, and suddenly I'm putting and I put myself in his place, right? You, yes, you like do. you do. And and I'm like, okay, he has to work this entire scene, looking at everything pink. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Bless his heart. And uh, fun fact for you. Um, you know the where I texted you the picture of Baby Donald Logue from yes Anna, from Anne the Band played on in 1993. Yes, uh, guess who's also in it? Who else is in it? Baby B D Wong. <gasps> he was Ian okay. McKellen's boyfriend in that. Because Ian McKellen was. Oh, in Ian that. McKellen. Okay, yeah. I have blanked on who the fuck Ian McKellen was. If oh you my just said Gandalf, I'd have handled yeah. it. But Ian McKellen, I'm like <laughs> not fat Gandalf. Gandalf. I'm sitting here thinking, is that a man or a woman? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um, so at the end of the scene, a four-fingered creature slams his hand against um, the window yeah. in a cell. Yeah. So we, we, we need to discuss the four-fingered Because we man. do. Because we do. Do we have any uh, any possibilities? We have several theories that's floating out there on Reddit and the interwebs and okay. whatnot. Okay. Um, I'm going to get to those and then I'm going to get to my theory. Okay. There's a clone theory. That All it's right. a clone of Galavan. 
why whatever would he have... i don't i don't know there was no basis in in, in there was no backup okay. for that whatever um, why would he have the fingers and there's whatever. um croc Clayface. That's what I was thinking. Has been thrown out as a name. But another one that's been thrown out is uh, the Great White Shark. Okay, I don't know Who him. was frozen and lost some of his fingers. Mm. So there's that theory that's floating out there on Reddit. But my theory, and here's my backup. Okay. As we were watching it, I, I look on Twitter during commercials. And I'm waiting for the Gotham TV writer's Twitter account tweeted old four-fingered bill is what we call him right so i scrambled to the web yeah and the only reference i can think of is bill finger bill we, finger bill finger bill finger was the uncredited co-creator oh, yeah, you told me of this. batman you told me that yeah 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 he was um credited posthumously posthumously that word you just said that I can't say. <laughs> After he died. Right. He was inducted into the comic books industry's uh, Jack Kirby's Hall of Fame in 1994. Okay. So you think it was an Easter egg more than we're actually going to see the guy that belongs to that hand? Uh, well, uh, if you remember the first time we were introduced to Indian Hill, there was the woman in like the cat looking suit. Yeah. And the writers yeah, yeah, admitted yeah. that that wasn't really anybody. It was just... It looked out there. cool. It looked cool. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. But the fact that the uh, uh, T- Gotham TV writers Twitter account mentioned Bill, Bill, and Finger, and Finger, and I'm like, it's got to be a nod to Bill Finger. That's really cool. I, I like that though. That's pretty cool. You see, that's the kind of Easter eggs I like. I do want Killer Croc though at some point in Clayface. I think we'll get there. I'm sure we will. Yeah. One day. Um, and so this is when uh, we see the hand, and um, Strange tells Miss Peabody that they have to prepare. And it's all very ominous. Condoms. Yeah. He wants to be prepared, man. And, well, and he doesn't want any little stranges. Strangelets. Strangelets? <laughs> um, and so this is when we go to uh, our super not unhinged friend, Victor Fries, because uh, he's totally sane, and he's he's got his van totally. parked at the docks, and he's... He's listening to the radio and because they're making a big show of her being taken to Arkham. Yes. Like they're like, Nora Fry's wife of Do- of Mr. Freeze is being moved to Arkham. And um, this is when he starts talking to the janitor that he took. That poor guy. From, that he took from the lab. And he's just talking away. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't crazy at all. No, no. Um, and no. this is when he figures that it's a trap, which no dur. Um, and then it's he- a trap. It's a trap. And then he goes, uh, he has this like canister mm-hmm. and he throws it out into the water and it does this really mm-hmm. cool like explodey. And the whole freezy water business. just explode. Which, okay, I understand that they're showing the freeze bomb. Yeah. I don't understand. Okay, so he freezes the the river. Yeah. It's a river? It's a river. It's a river, yeah. To what end? Mm. Why? Why? Because you see later that it's in a cell, in a a corridor, where there's no water, and it has the exact same effect. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. What was the point of... Does it take the water in the air? Well, I was thinking maybe that was the way he got to Arkham, was he crossed the frozen water, but they never showed that. So that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And somewhere... Right this second, and maybe it'll it'll come to me later, I 
I, I, I want to say that this scene would have done better in another place in the in the episode. Yeah. But I can't think of it right off the top of my head. Hopefully we'll get there and I'll go, oh, this is where that scene should have been. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was out of order. Yeah. Um, so this is when we go back to Arkham, and it's Oswald's <gasps> therapy time, and it oh, hurts me. The interwebs is so sad for Penguin. I am too. And so this is when Mrs. Peabody... Um, tells uh you know oswald's freaking out as you do and she's like you're gonna be the face of our rehabilitation program and she puts this like this wooden bit in his mouth Mm -hmm. and i'm already i'm like does not good good. Mm -hmm. and um uh he tries to refuse it but you know it doesn't work well she is vexing him yes because not pissing him off he threatens her quite prominently and i love how and i and i gotta say like for all his bluster like, you fucking piss him off and, like, shit happens to you eventually. We've seen it happen. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, mm. you know. So, I don't know how long she's going to live. Um, And so, then she, he's got this, like, helmet on and it, it's got these, like, vis. It's almost like a, like a. I'm thinking virtual reality virtual goggles. Virtual reality because it's clear that they're, they're, they're giving him auditory inputs, um, visual input. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, at first they turn it on and it's kind of okay. And then she turns it up, and it's all screaming and bad. bad. Just, just bad. It's badness. Um. So this is when um Oswald wakes up, and he is in. He's back in like the day room or whatever, and he's in group therapy, and he doesn't know how he got there. And already I'm like, this is not good. No. <laughs> and uh, he thinks that it was a dream. And this is when Miss Peabody comes over, and she's like, "Is there a problem?" And because the, they're they're playing Duck Duck Goose and he's been he's been uh, goosed and he won't do anything and she's like you need to participate and I'm, he's I'm, like but I'm not a goose I'm, I'm a, a penguin. penguin oh it's like yeah you are baby don't very, you forget you're a penguin he was confused he wasn't refusing to play he was just confused as where he was and what was going on yeah because I'm not a goose I'm a I'm a penguin. And I was like, oh my God, you need hugs, Aww. you murder baby. Because he's one of my murder sons. Yes, he is. And so um, and then he starts like flapping his arms and he literally pretends to be a goose. Well, okay. So Mrs. Peabody says to him, participating in group therapy is fun. And what was I texting to you? Mm. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And so this is when I kind of started to get really worried because I've kind of been of the mindset that Penguin is where he wants to be because of he because he has a plan. And this kind of concerned me because I was like, this is going to throw those plans off. It's going to it's hard for him to do this because he is now being treated against his will with this whatever program Strange has come up with. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing that Penguin's going to come out of this worse for wear. I think he will too. More he's unhinged. He's going to be more, more unhinged. More super villainy. More crazy. He's And I think we may see the transformation into uh, hev- being heavier. Oh, that that could be. Um, because we, we need to get there at some point. He's yeah. got to start putting on weight because I'm sorry, but Robin Lord Taylor is way too skinny. Yeah. To be Penguin. We've got to see that. We need to see him transforming into... The penguin we all know and love. Yeah. Just as we're seeing uh, Bruce become Batman. Batman. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's it just the way it is. Yeah. So this is when uh, Jim and Harvey um, come in and um, they see Oswald. 
and uh, Dr. Mm. Strange comes over. I'm sorry, not Dr. Strange. Hugo Strange. <laughs> They're taking great pains not to call him Dr. Strange. They really they are. Him Professor Strange. They've called him, uh, mm-hmm. I think, superintendent or like... Um, He's not warden, a warden. Did they call him warden? I, it was it was some kind of a authoritarian title, but they are going anything to, but anything but just Doctor Doctor Strange, Strange. Doctor Hugo Strange, because Marvel, right? Um, and so this is when Strange comes over. And because uh, Jim says something to him and he's like, oh, he's on a mild sedative. Um, and he has um, he has Miss Peabody take Leslie and Nora Fries to the infirmary. And um, Jim starts telling Dr. Strange that they'll set up by the main gate, blah, 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 blah. And then once the cops leave, um, Strange gives Oswald a prominent look. Da-da-da. Well, and. Harvey seems more concerned about, because Harvey cares. Harvey does care, man. Harvey has such a huge heart. And they're all friends, uh, damn it. He cares so much more about his boyfriend's boyfriend than mm-hmm. his boyfriend does. That's true. You follow, right? I do, because Jim's a piece of trash. Can we just get rid of Jim? <laughs> I mean, seriously, like... <sighs> I know this is his story, I want him to be like on. I want him to be a good character. I want to like him. It's not the writing. I'm sorry. It's Ben. But Ben can play it. He can. He just isn't. Mm. It's a choice, and I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he's around Darby. And, you know, because he doesn't deserve those lips. No, he doesn't. I had to go there. Who sent you that GIF set? That was you. I did. Because you love me. I did. Yay. I was like, you need to see this. And I did. Um, so before we get any further, I wanted to, uh, remind people that they can talk to us. They can. And they can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or they can be like Kim and tech, uh, tweet at us mm-hmm. at randomtcasts on Twitter. Or if they're feeling froggy, they can get to us at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. That's true. And you know what else? If they were to subscribe to notifications on Twitter and Tumblr, <gasps> you know what happens? What happens? They know exactly the second one of our podcast drops. That's cool because sometimes I don't know when that happens. I don't either. <laughs> Wait, you schedule them. I know. But sometimes <laughs> I schedule them and I forget and then I get the notification on iTunes and I'm like, oh, oh. hey, we released a podcast. <laughs> Yay, us. I should listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely true. And you know where else they can listen to all of those podcasts? <gasps> on our website? On our website. Yeah. RandomTeapodcast.com. Yes. Yeah. Directly from our site. Yep. And not, of course, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Pocket Cast. You can check us out there too. But if you go to our website, you can find more than just the Gotham Podcast. So fucking much more. So much more. Yeah, because we podcast for Sleepy Hollow. Yes. And uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Yes. And Agent Carter. We just finished Agent Carter. Just wrapped up Agent Carter. Yep. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yay! And uh, random movies. Suggestions welcome. Yeah. So check that out. So check all those out. And you know what else they can do while they're at our website? They can look at our sponsor. They can check out our sponsor. Yay! Unofficial Natural Fandom Fragrances. You know, we've been saying it right like a lot lately. We really I'm have. pretty proud of us. They're getting ready to celebrate their one year anniversary. <gasps> That's so awesome. Uh, because they, they launched at the beginning of April last year. That's amazing. I'm going to bet they're going to have some sales going on. <gasps> I hope so. So a link to their Etsy website, uh, their shop is on our website in the mm-hmm. show notes and it's on our front page. 
and you should check them out because there's a coupon code for 10% off $5 or more. Yo, that would that's be pretty sweet. That would be Random Tea Podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. So what is unofficial natural fandom fragrances? Um, They're awesome badass uh, sprays that are based with essential oils. Really nice ones too. And they smell like their characters. They do. And they cover a huge range of fandoms. Um, A metric butt ton of fandoms. They do. They have Joker and Harley Quinn. They do. And Wonder Woman. Yep. That's for the DC. And they have several Marvel. They've got Captain America and Iron Man for the Civil War that's coming up soon. Yeah. Which you we will be. your side, man. I can't wait to podcast. Uh, and then, of course, there's Deadpool. Yep. So you got to check those out for the Marvel. And then they also do uh, Supernatural and Sherlock and Doctor Who and Pirates of the Caribbean. And Disney and princesses. Disney pr- so many Disney princesses. Yeah. yeah. So, and, I mean, check them out on Twitter. On, they're on Twitter. They're on um, Instagram. And they have, like, flash sales. You know, for International Women's Day, they had a dollar off all of their Disney princess bottles. That's so awesome. And they, they do that just yeah. randomly. That's really cool. Uh, if there's a day that has anything to do with their one of their scents, yeah, they'll they'll have a sale. That's it's cool. Just flash, no promises, but you know they do that. <laughs> it's really cool. So you, you need to follow them, and they're great. And I'm telling you guys, these things smell. Let's, for example, one of our favorite sprays, Han Solo. Yes, Han Solo smells like a spaceship engine oil. Yeah. Or something like that. Like he smells like like kind of uh, just a mechanic. Rough. Kind of, yeah. Kind of rough. But like also nice. But very nice. Uh, Dumbledore smells like old books and lemon drops. And I don't know how they do that. I don't either. Because they do, they're they not using like, okay, I'm going to put a little book scent. Like it's essential oils. It's essential, which are all natural essential yeah. oils. But it's really funny though because occasionally they'll post something on Instagram like, well, we tried this combination and it smelled like ass. So moving on. <laughs> so, yeah. But they, they do. They put a lot of thought and love into their stuff. And they do. And and because they're essential oils, it's aromatherapy. And they do have some side benefits. Not yeah, side they benefits. Do. They are benefits. Moriarty is great for anxiety. I'll spray it on my pillow at night. Yep. Um, and I also, uh, I put some Promotes Happiness from Hermione's Jewel Ball on me this morning because uh, I needed it. Limited edition, though. Limited edition. So watch out for that at Christmas time. Yeah. Because you need the Two years that. running. But, oh, so it good. smells like Christmas. Well, they need to do it three years because by that point, I will need another You'll bottle. You'll need another bottle? Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be sure to put in a good word for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like, their Sleeping Beauty mm-hmm. is... Awakedness. Lemon, lime, and oranges. And it's it's... To help wake you up, which is just great. I mean, yeah. check them out. And if you're not ready to commit to a scent, you can get you a little, I think it's one milliliter um, sample. Yeah. Because they're two ounce bottles. Yeah. But their samples, I think, are a milliliter. They're tiny little bottles. But I mean, it's, they're like 70 cents though, dude. Yeah. They're Smell great. like your favorite character, man. I know. So you can try them out, you know. It's beautiful. They're sample. I mean, it's not like, you know, some people you get samples, it's like sprayed on a card. Yeah. Or, eh, whatever. But check them out, guys. We love them. We think you will, too. Yeah. Awesome. You ready to get back to the show? I am. Yay. So this is when Peabody takes uh, Leslie and Nora to the infirmary. And guess who is also there? Who? Crazy fucking Barbara Keen. <laughs> Crazy Barb. Crazy Barb. And Which I was is, like, all right. She's one of my murder babies. Oh, my God. I love her so much. And so now this is when Leslie gives her the side eye and uh, Miss Peabody's like, um, is there anything that 
is there a problem? And she's like, no. It's great. We get into more of Leslie's crazy in a minute. Um, so this is when um, Jim has uh, them lock the gate and they're like putting obstacles in place. Like he's like, put this bus over there to prevent Victor from getting to the main building. Whatever. And I'm like, he's got a super freezy ray. I'm pretty sure whatever you've got is not yeah. going to do it. Yeah, no. Um, and so this is when um, first, okay, like I don't know why this was happening. The orderlies all of a sudden are taking Oswald outside past Jim. Yeah, yeah, it looks to me like they're outside the gates. And even if they're in the the big main gate, like why are they walking him? Yeah, why are they walking him outside? Like that made no sense. Are they moving him from the torture chamber? Well, no, because the last time we saw him, he was playing Duck, Duck, Goose. Yeah. I don't know. You can't. They're immortal. Yeah. Okay. Um, basically they did it just so they could have Oswald scream. So they could have this conversation. Scream for help. He begs Jim for help and he's like, they're torturing me. And, um, Jim calls him over and he talks to Oswald on his own. And, uh, Oswald's like, they're mentally torturing me. And Jim's like, uh, you wanted to be here because you said you were insane. And, um, this is when the orderlies take Oswald away and he starts screaming He's like, you owe me. I lied for you. And this is when he starts screaming that Jim's the one that killed Theo. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is when uh, Strange is watching the video feed in his office. And it was really funny because he watches Jim like look around like, did anybody, did anybody hear that? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So that it was totally guilty looking behavior. But from one point of view, okay, Penguin's insane and he's just trying to blame Jim. Right. But from another point of view, there's some missing hours in Jim's story there. Yeah. So. And I, like to bring in, how I know Hugo Strange is the way he was in Batman the Animated Series is he was, he was a psychiatrist. And what he did is he hooked rich people up to a machine of his to where he could see their deepest, darkest secrets. And oh, then he, of course he did. And then he used it against him. And of course he found out who Batman was. He found out who Batman of really was. Of course he did. And he was going to auction the tape off to like Joker or uh, Two-Face or whatever. Um, and of course he got his comeuppance in the end. And uh, Batman's identity was saved. But the whole thing was Hugo Strange used secrets. Yes. And so now That's he... That's so odd. I know. Now he potentially has a secret on Jim. Yes. So I think that's... An alleged secret. An alleged secret. Um, But Jim looked awful nervous, even though he only has one emotion. And so... It's generally nervous, though. Yeah. So this is when we go to Wayne Manor, and Bruce is uh, in... He's in the cave, and he is sparring with himself. I, I just... Okay, I understand they're trying to get us to move to the Batcave. Yeah. I get that. But why is he down there doing that? Because he's Bruce and he's an emo child what, at heart. Well, Alfred would have had to have had that thing hung. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Down there. Yeah. In order for him to use it. It's, it's a, a punching, punching bag. bag. Yeah. I don't see Bruce hanging that up there by himself. No, no he didn't. So why? Mm, yeah. It's, I mean, they're rich. They have this huge, apparently it only has two rooms now. It has the, the, bat the study and in the, the back cave and that's it. Yeah. Um, and so Alfred comes in and um, Bruce uh, says that, uh, you know, um, he starts talking about like what he and Selena had planned. 
And because because Alfred's still super pissed about what went down with Galavan. Yeah, it's that whole yeah, it was the whole thing about getting Silver. Who, by the way, Silver St. Cloud is still MIA. Yep, disappeared. She gone forever. And um, he's like, um, well, apparently so has the um, Galavan Tower from the skyline. It has. I think I saw it once. And so this is when, but it's nowhere near as prominent no, as it was. No. And so this is when he's like, listen, uh, if we would have told you, you would have stopped us. Um. And so this is when we find out that, you know, Alfred took him uh, because Bruce was in, he took him, he took him away because Bruce was in no condition to deal with this information to catch this killer. Was he said you couldn't even catch a cold? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Alfred continues to just be sassy and it's great. Um, And he's like, are we in this together or not? And Bruce is like, yeah, we are. Yeah. And so this is when Alfred's like, okay, well, despite the fact that you're being a piss baby, um, I've got this file. And he's holding it behind his back. It's so cute. Alfred's like, now, if you're good, I'll show you who killed your parents. (laughs) And um, because all they know is like M. Malone. That's what they were told by Mm -hmm. Silver, Mm -hmm. which we got in the like really lengthy previously on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... um, because, you know, Theo destroyed the file, and so Bruce was just assuming that, like, we can't find gone anything forever. out. Yeah. And so Alfred did some, like, legwork. Yeah, he did. He kind of figured out, like, he went through GCPD records to find out well, anybody named Malone that could have been out at the time the Waynes were killed and yep. who had it who had a history. And mm-hmm. so, like, I was pretty, pretty proud of Alfred. Well, uh, the question remains, why didn't he go through Jim? Yeah. I mean, admittedly... Well, Jim's, Jim's been working this case forever and has not gotten anywhere. True. I like to think that he called Harvey. But mom and dad. Yeah. Mom and dad. I know. I like to think he called Harvey. And he's like, I don't okay. care. Look through okay. records. I, I can I can stand behind that, that mm-hmm. headcanon. We'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. And Harvey's mm-hmm. probably just like, uh, do I have to do the looking? And he's like, no, I'll take care of it. And he's like, all right, whatever, fine. All right. Did uh, you bring a Danish? Yeah. We're cool. We're good. Um, and so this is when... Uh, so that would be mom and creepy uncle. Yes. Yes. Nice. And I'm cool with that. Nice. Um, and so he hands the file over and it turns out that Ooh. M. Malone is not his real name. He goes by Matches. Matches dun, Malone. Dun, dun. Oh my God, it's Matches Malone. And I'm sitting there going, I was right. You were right. You were very right. right. Um, and so then Alfred's like, okay, if you had your way, what would you do with this information? And Bruce is like, so why didn't you give this to Jim? And this is the point where I was like, Jim's a horrible police officer. Yes, he is. Um, and so Alfred's like, no, you need to tell me what would you do if you were in charge of this situation? And Bruce is like, I'd kill him. And Alfred's like, I'm not going to let yeah, you. I don't think so. Because what we're going to do is, because apparently they've decided their plan is they find him, they get him to confess, and then Alfred kills him. Because he doesn't want him to have the have it on his conscience. Right. And I'm like, oh, um, and he makes Bruce promise him again. Oh, and, and I'm like, oh, my baby. Sweet. So, so let's talk about Matches Malone. Let's talk about Matches. Matches Malone. Malone was first mentioned in the episode "Son of Gotham." Okay. Um, he was referenced as M. Malone, as you said. It's really an obvious reference. Yeah, because I even knew Matches Malone. Um, and from I'm the just, animated series. And I just went back and found my show notes, and I'm quoting myself, Ooh. who was probably quoting somebody else at the time. Um, but Matches Malone is Bruce Wayne's most frequently used alias. Yeah, he's some. He's like a bum. He's a street right. guy. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, which I could be, canonically, it has not been revealed who killed his parents. Okay. I think. Joe um, Chill? 
Or is I, that I, like I said, I could be wrong. Okay. There are so many retcons. There's so many versions. That's it's true. It's hard to know for sure. And again, I'm a Marvel person, not a DC person. So if anybody wants to but lay down some canon on us, go for it. Please give me some references. I would yeah. love it. Um, but Matches Malone is definitely not canonically who killed his parents. Okay. He is a, a an alias. Um, he uses it to go undercover into the criminal world. Uh, it was the name of an actual criminal in the beginning, um, but it had nothing to do with the death. Uh, he was small time, and uh, when he 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 was small time, yeah. And when he died, Bruce just picked up the name and ran with it to use it, it as was an a, alias. It was that an was alias just already there, yeah. And it had a background already set up right. as a, as a petty criminal. So why not just go with it? But they're using that name here um, as and to if we, we I'm curious as to whether or not he really did or yeah. if it's just another or red herring another yeah because the death of martha and wayne martha and wayne there i did, did it, it i did, did it, it again. again yeah martha wayne uh thomas and martha has never really been you know revealed yeah, yeah. i think i'm gonna double check that while you go on with the recap. okay uh so we go back to leslie's crazy time hour and um, <laughs> she uh, she's left alone with Nora and with uh, with with our friend Barb, who is in a coma, and she calls her a bitch. <laughs> she goes over, she grabs her face, grabs and I'm like, "What the face? fuck are you doing?" I was waiting for her to wake up. I but was whatever. Too. I was too. Um, so uh, but they, again, they remind us that Barbara's around, and we can wake her up whenever it's most convenient for the writers for the so story. I, whenever I they need cool. her, she's right there. I think that. Plus, I think that's cool that that actress just got paid to lay there for an entire episode. <laughs> like, hey, good on you, Aaron. Porn stars get paid for that all the time. <laughs> just saying. They have to make noises though. Oh well, you know. I don't so, know. There are some. So this is when Nora wakes up and she's like, "What's going on?" Leslie's like, "I wasn't talking to this." coma lady who kidnapped me um because she didn't I, I kept expecting her to tell peabody like um she fucking kidnapped me like twice but does peabody not know you would think it's been all I, over the papers well with the whole way arkham is being run yeah i would think that strange set this up on purpose oh, i don't think this is a coincidence well. probably not i don't think it's coincidence and so um, this is when Nora wakes up and Leslie's like, oh, it's going to be fine. Hey, we're in Arkham. And um, she she tells her what's going on. And Nora's like, oh, God, everybody's scared of Victor, aren't they? And yeah. And so Nora's like, he's not a bad man. He's just really trying. He's trying to save me. And he thinks that the ends justify the means. And uh, I was and and this is when um, uh, we start to see some parallels between Leslie and Nora. Um, because she says that she could have saved him, but, you know, she blames herself for not doing anything. And Leslie gets that look in her eye like, oh, shit. Gee. This sounds familiar. I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, I know what it's like to be close, um, you know, to a person that you love. And, and you can't, you can't, uh, you like turn a blind eye, basically. Um, and Nora's like, okay, yeah, he's going to come for me. And she's like, oh, you're pregnant. How great for you. <laughs> you probably shouldn't be here um and she talks about how she always wanted a little girl and um you know she tells leslie that she shouldn't be there because she shouldn't because this is a horrible idea it is a terrible terrible horrible idea just like what i just read about thomas wayne what did you read about thomas wayne oh my gosh this is uh new earth 
okay. Thomas Wayne. Okay, which is could be way way out there from our Thomas Wayne. Well, yeah, that's true. Not, uh, but this is like I believe this is the current iteration that they're writing. Um, where they were traveling, Thomas and Martha were traveling across the Midwest when they witnessed a glowing light falling from the sky into a nearby field. I can tell by the look on your face you know where this is going. I'm going to go vomit on myself now. Thomas went to inspect the item and discovered a strange alien crystal. <sighs> His consciousness was transported through space and time to the planet Krypton. Oh my god. <sighs> oh my god. Can Only a just- few... That's not a thing. I've just decided that that's not a thing. Oh, my God. Thomas and his wife, Martha, gave birth to the only son, Bruce, a few months later. Thomas never forgot his astral experience on Krypton and began keeping a journal of his experiences. So he had a Kryptonian probe. Just go where you will with that. Oh, my God. Like, okay, okay. I, I feel like I have to preface this. Um, I'm not a big Superman fan. No. Um, it's one of Tom Hiddleston's infinite failings that that is his favorite superhero. Well, you know, he has to have some flaw. I know, he does. Um, he just bores me. And I know, like, lots of people really, really love Superman, but he's just always seemed really boring to me. And I've always gravitated more toward Batman and then, of course, Marvel. Um, so that's gross to me. So we're not, we're, that just didn't happen. So, sounds fake, but okay. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Wayne never discovered the true identity of Th- Thomas Wayne's murder. Okay, so still, even in New Earth, there okay. is no reveal of to his murder. Okay. So, because um, I know Joe Chill came from at least the um, the Nolan verse, the Nolan movies. Okay, and I know that's not canon, so that that's cool. Um, and so this is when um, we get Jim and Harvey couple time. Uh, they're hanging out outside and they're bitching about the cold. Because well, cold. Exactly. Okay. The, okay. They say stakeout. We say date. Yes. These are their dates. Just it is. Whatever. It's true. Harvey looks forward to them. Um. And Jim's like, Victor's gonna come soon. And then, of course, this is when, um, this van crashes through the gate and it goes into this bus that Jim has had. Okay. Was that there. a UPS truck or what? That looked like a UPS truck with the logo scrubbed off. Okay. Just saying. Um. And then Jim, uh, finds out that because you know that they, they uh they. F- the van finally stops, and they get the door open, and it turns out it's the janitor. Because they're doing the whole freeze, stop. Yeah. And he is frozen, because he, he, he can't is. stop. Not and sure. um, he was merely a decoy. Aww. And this is when we hear the alarms go off, and it's like, oh, this is exactly what I thought would happen. Yeah. Um, and so this is when Freeze is in his little costume, <clears throat> and he, he freezes through one of, the, one of the walls, and he's now in the main building. Da-da-da. Okay, so... The wall, he, he freezes to the wall, but there's this dude in a cage in, a, I guess, a cell in, on the yeah. other side of the wall. And my He's daughter and I, it. were we, we watched it and we rewatched it. And we're still trying to figure out why that dude was in the middmiddle of a room in the cage. Mommy. And he's crying, Mommy, and whatever. And we're like, but why is he there? Yeah. Um. And I would like to direct you to the fact that there might not be any logic involved because of Hugo oh, Strange. Oh, okay, whatever. Hugo Strange is a weird dude. Fine. Um, and so this is when Jim gets word that, you know, freezes in Arkham, which no dur. Um, and he runs to the infirmary because, you know, that's where Nora is. <laughs> and um, he uh, freeze kills two officers with one of his little grenades. And to your point, how yeah, did that's it have where that? He, but there was no water. Yeah. There was no water. And it froze just like it did in the lake. Yes, so. it did. Um, and so this is when Freeze starts screaming for Nora. And yeah. Because that's what you do when you sneak into an, a, a huge facility. Nora! 
They're coming to get you, Nora. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so this is when um Jim has got some cops with him and they're running through the hallways. And um this is when Strange starts fucking with him. Okay, was this not straight out of Star Wars? It was. It was great. It was great. Um and so uh You know the scene I'm talking about. Yes. And so Strange closes a gate. Um, and Jim is able to get through, but, oh, the gate closes and it's just Jim Aww. by himself. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see Okay, there was no way that Jim was able to get across, the, because you see the one shot when the door first starts to close and Jim takes off. There is no way that he got to that door in time to squeeze through. Yeah. Just saying. At least make it believable. Unless Strange was just like, oh, God, I got to close this thing fucking slower. Whatever. God, Jim, do what I want. I know, right? Um, And so (laughs) this is when um, Freeze shows up at the infirmary, and he is about to blast the door open. But this is when Strange opens a door for him. And so he's like, okay, well, I'll just go over here. Would you have gone through the door, though? Probably not. Okay. I would have used my freeze gun and done what I was going to do. He not too schmirt. And so he goes into the room that we saw Penguin in, um, which is like an octagonal kind of a room. And uh, Strange locks him in there, and he starts talking to Freeze over the intercom. And he's like, hey, buddy. What's up? I can totally let you out of here, and I can give you a vehicle, and it's going to be awesome. Um, All I want is just one of your canisters with your little formula in it. It's going to be great. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. He's got keys there waiting for him for a vehicle because he's like, what are you going to do once you get her? Like nothing, like a crazy person. Yep, yep. Um, and so Freeze thinks about it for like a second, and then he's just like, whatever. And he puts the he puts the can out, and this is when the door opens. Um, and we see Strange, uh, with Miss Peabody, um, and he's like, "Would you go fetch that for me?" Well, all all Victor is thinking about is Nora. Exactly. That's all he cares about at Which this I point. Which I gotta say, he's, it's pretty admirable. He's got nothing, no plans after that. Yeah. Um, and so this is when Jim goes to the infirmary and he's like, hey, honey, um, all hell is breaking loose and the <laughs> freezy guy's coming. Um, Remember how I said it was going to be safe? It's not safe. I lie. We need to go. And so Leslie's like, OK, well, we're going to take Nora with, a, with us because, you know, she's her patient again. And um, this is when Jim has his gun out and oh, Freeze is there and he blasts the gun from his hand, which Jim better just be glad his hand wasn't frozen. That was some pretty awesome uh, freezy work. Because, like, before he's always just, he hits somebody and boom, the whole thing freezes. And for him to just hit Jim's gun, I was like, yeah, that's a little much. Yeah. I don't think I could buy it. Because that's a good point. We have no precedent for it not doing the entire person. Exactly. Um, so this is when Freeze is like, um, uh, I'm just here to get my wife. Gosh, would you calm, calm your tits here? And um, he's like, I'm going to turn myself in once, once I take care of her. Because um, we we all know that he wants to freeze her so he can save her later, which sure, sure. there are flaws in that plan, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is when uh, Leslie warns that she's like, um, Nora's really unstable right now and you might kill her by moving her. They've said that so many times now. Why isn't Nora dead? As they continue to move her. Um, and Freeze is like, ah, 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 let's go. And Jim is not a happy bunny. No. Jim's no. like, I'll push her. And Leslie's like, uh, again, my, my patient. patient. So I'm going to go. And um, Nora's like, please, please don't, honey. And uh, But this is when Freeze orders Jim to uh, go into a closet and he fle- freezes the door because shut Because Jim him. needs to be in a closet so he can come out of the closet. There you go. And hug Harvey. Um, but I was just glad that they didn't freeze him. Yeah. So. 
Um, and this is when Miss Peabody comes back and we get a real quick shot of her bringing the cartridge back to Strange's office. And all is creepy and science-y. And it's As great. it should be. They're science bros. They are. And so this is when uh, Leslie and Freeze take Nora out and um, Jim is able to break the door down because, of course, it's going to... Because plot. Well, it's going to crumble because it's frozen solid. And, it's um, true. He does the whole dramatic run after them, but he can only watch us. They drive away and it's all very dramatic. Leslie! Yeah. Super bored because it's Jim. Uh, (laughs) So this is when... Um, this was kind of funny. Uh, Strange, he starts talking to Harvey and the other officers. Sorry. Over the intercom. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we have a short in the wiring and I can't quite get this door open. Because of the cold. And uh, and he's like, oh. Mm, uh, mm. And then he finally gets the gate open. Because um, he pushes the button? Yeah. Cause okay. He, he's like, oh, it works now. And um, so they go they go to where Jim is talking to the janitor. Um and uh, they figure that Freeze is heading home because... They do some real detective work here. They do because they're like, Yay. well, he has to still freeze Nora and he has to be able to, like, keep her frozen he once needs he the freezes chamber. her. So he needs the chamber that, because they ne- they were never taken into evidence. And my daughter was like, well, that's just kind of lazy. And I'm like, yeah, have you seen the size of those things? Plus it's Gotham. They're big. Plus Gotham. Plus yeah. plot. Plus plot. Um, and so they go to the, to the Fry's home and Victor's getting Nora ready, and Leslie's like, um, so how is this going to work with you in prison? And Victor's like, I'm going to give her to you and the city, and you're going to take care of her because she's not dead. She'll be a ward of the state. She'll be a ward of the state, and it'll be great. I still don't Kind of underst- like Bruce Wayne. Like, I still don't understand. Okay, like, not only is it just getting her frozen, it's you have to cure her disease to unfreeze her and cure her. How are you going to do that in prison exactly? Well, and the fact that they've never actually told us what's wrong with her yeah. really kind of bugs me. It's a little too ambiguous. Yeah. Um, and so Nora's like, would you please just fucking let me die? <laughs> um, you've killed all these people. And um, and she's like, even if I do wake up, you're going to be in prison. But again, just freezing her is not fixing her. That's just prolonging no. somebody to be able to find a cure now, for this. In our first watch through... My daughter and I were very, were, were slightly confused because there's, there's those lights. They look like heat lamps. Yeah. And so, uh, he, he freezes her. Under But them. there's those lamps. Yeah. So we were a little confused about, so just freezing her was supposed to be the cure, but that didn't make any sense either. And no. then it was, it wasn't until our rewatch that we realized what was actually happening, that he was just going to freeze her and put her in the, in the cryo chamber. But those were the lights that were used when so he was melting, when he was melting his people. And remember, he was like, 41 degrees. So to freeze her while those lights are on. Seems kind of counterintuitive. What the fuck? Yeah. Was but it just ambiance? Yeah, it was They ambience. were ambiance. He's a drama queen like everybody else in Gotham. Oh, yes. Um, And so this is when he's like, I'm going to be here when you wake up and it's going to be awesome. And they have hope and... Um, so Nora's like, um, <laughs> they have hope. Who cares? Nora's like, oh, can you go get my, uh, my necklace up on the nightstand? And he's like, sure, honey. And he leaves her just with Leslie and he leaves the gun with her. Cause she's like, she's like, I can pull the trigger if I have to. I'm strong enough to do that. Like she's going to freeze Leslie. Knowing Leslie's pregnant. Yeah. And so, um, when he leaves, uh, Leslie's like, um, I'm not going to leave without you. And Nora's like. Will you go get me some water? And Nora's just like constantly just conning all these people around her. She is the best. And Leslie's like, I can go get you some water. So it leaves Nora alone. And Laura, Nora switches out the uh, the cartridges. She 
gets one of the um one of the bad formulas that doesn't work. She gets like A O three or some shit. Yeah, and I think they're on A fourteen or sixteen. Sixteen. A sixteen is the good one. Um, and so this is when um she switches them out without and she hides them kind of like in the robes of her of her gown. Um, and Leslie comes back, and Nora's like, um, tell them that Victor wasn't a bad man. And it, okay. it was kind of ouchy because like this was a it was a somewhat painful painful yeah. scene yeah yeah um and so he uh she she said she saw the man he was becoming and she didn't do anything to stop it because um she loved him and again we get the this is you and Jim <laughs> Leslie and, here's your sign and Nora's like I figure you know what that's like and she thanks her for her kindness and Victor comes back and he he puts a necklace on her. And he, um, I love you. They do the whole I love you thing. And, um, she clearly says goodbye to him. Um, and she says not to blame himself. And Victor's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to freeze you now. Whatever. Um, and he uses the freezy gun. And, um, so yeah. So as you pointed out. Yeah. Why did he not double check the cartridge? Cause he's a dumbass. Okay. Yeah. That's not good science, man. No. Because uh, they're clearly labeled with A, whatever, whatever. Like, he and was really big, good huge at la- letters, too. He was too. really good at labeling. Um, and so this is when we go back to Wayne Manor, and Selena sneaks up on Bruce. But it was but great, does though. does she? But she doesn't. Does she? He's like, oh, I, I felt the breeze when you opened the window. And she's like, oh. Um, and so, Which I loved. That and was... apparently he has a way to contact her because he invited her. So I don't know how Homeless that network? Is there... <laughs> The cat signal. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how did that he works. he put out a dish of milk? <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. So this is when he's like, "Okay, I need to ask you a favor," and he shows her the whole matches Malone thing, and um, he's like, "I need you to get me a gun," and because she she asks at one point, like, uh, I forgot what she called Alfred. It was something uh, the Queen of England, snotty Queen of England, or something. Yeah. And he's like, Alfred doesn't know about this. King of England. I don't know. Something of England. And so, um, Selena's like, how the hell are you going to kill somebody? You weren't able to, to push that guy off the roof. And he's like, yeah, but this guy killed my parents. And she's like, you don't know what you're asking for. And she's like, it will change you. And Bruce is like, I'm counting on it. I'm counting on it. So this is the second instance in which we're seeing somebody trying to stop Bruce from actually killing somebody, which as we all know, canonically, Batman does not kill anybody unless he absolutely has to. Yep. And we've seen that as a big difference between the way Selena operates as Catwoman and the way Bruce operates yes. as they have Batman. The dif- they have two totally different moral compasses, but yeah. the fact that Catwoman, or who... Who we know become. to become Catwoman is already trying to stop him from this path. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, so this is when we go back to the Fry's home and the police show up. Um, and Jim Jim is outside and they're going to set up a perimeter and this isn't going to go bad at all. I feel sorry for the officer that was standing outside who's laying there and his leg is now busted. Yeah. Because he was using A16, and it's possible they might could unfreeze that dude. But now his leg is busted. But his leg is busted. Yeah. So. And so this is when um, Victor is watching Nora, and she starts cracking. See, with the light, the first time I watched it, the lights were on. I thought that they were trying to thaw her out, and the thawing is what made her crack. Oh, okay. But the rewatch corrected me of that mistake. It was because of the crappy formula. And um, Harvey gets on the bullhorn. (laughs) 
<laughs> he wants him to surrender. And he says, well, what did he say? Like, end this sadness? I don't want any more sadness or some shit. And I'm like, Harvey? That's not. That's Are not, you okay? That's not Harvey. No. Um, and so he's like, um, he, uh, Victor t- gets Leslie. He's like, go tell the per- police I'll surrender. Um, you know it's coming. Yeah. And Leslie's like, oh, she loved you very, very much. And she goes upstairs. Because that helps in a moment like that. It does. Um, and then he, he like plugs the gun or something into his suit. Cause I he's have still wearing no his, idea. He's still wearing his protective suit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, ah, and then he's, he freezes and you're like, oh, oh, it's like Romeo and Juliet, except more frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many frozen puns there were on Twitter that oh, night? Oh, I can only imagine how many Why doesn't let it go he references. just let it go? Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking so movie. bad. Um, so this is when Jim comes down and he finds um, Victor and Nora not, not happy bunnies. They're crispy bunnies. Um, and yeah, because Nora has like cracks in her face and stuff. Um, which made me sad because I liked her. I know she was like she was a she was a good lady, mostly. Um, she was mostly just there to be a mirror for Leslie. But that's whatever. true. That's true. Um, so later at home, and, and a plot device for Victor. Exactly. Later at home, Leslie uh, gets up out of bed and she's. You know, telling Jim she can't sleep because, you know, whatever. And Jim's like, uh, Dr. Strange called and he said that Victor died in Arkham. Uh-huh. And I want to be like, yeah, because that's totally real. Yeah. And yep. he's like, hey, that happened. guess who put our baby at risk? It's you. And Leslie's like, whoa, what about you there, cowboy? You're the one that really put him at risk. And um, this is when she starts, she really starts calling him on his shit because she's like, I'm not dumb. I know you lied to me about the way Theo Gallivan died. And um, she's pretty pissed off. And Jim, like, well, turns and walks out. Back in last week's episode, she said something like, well, you know, you told him the truth. And I'm like, yeah, she's laying it on And he, he gave that look like, I totally told the truth. Yeah, baby. Let's not ever talk about this she again. She knows. Um, and so she we ain't to, scared of no horses. She ain't scared of no Well, she was for a minute, and then she wasn't anymore. Yeah. Um, so we go to Arkham, and this is when Penguin gets another session. And I'm, I'm, I am kind of worried. Penguin. I am kind of worried for him now. So worried, really. Um, so this is when our friend Hugo, um, <laughs> <laughs> Hugo, and uh, and Miss Peabody watch. And uh, Strange said that there they is, like to watch. There's no such thing as a hopeless case. And you made it creepy. Good job. Thank you. They like to watch. They like to watch. Um, I so, mean, come on. Have you seen the cameras in that place? Yeah. They like to watch. And they really do. Like, they think Penguin is going to be their poster child for this new treatment of theirs. And I'm like, okay, you have no idea. Sounds fake, but all right. Um, And so this is when he goes down to the uh, to Indian Hill and... Which is separate from Arkham. We really yes. need to... that. It yes. is a separate location. It's below it, but it is very separate. And guess who's wakey-wakey, eggs and baggy? It's mm. Victor Freeze. Ah. Oh. And, um... Hugo tells him that, uh, like, he's legally dead, but he's here at Indian Hill. And um, Victor's like, you were the guy from that talked to me earlier. And he's like, yeah, big I'm fan. I'm friend. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> um, and so he's like, hey, guess what happened? Uh, you had some, like, crazy supervillain stuff go on, and now you're super frozen. Well, apparently he, the chemicals he exposed himself to previously... To like gave him some kind the of an immunity. Abs- abs- 
episode, yeah, it did alter yeah. his chemistry or something. They at like, least explained it. Yes, it was like quasi comic book science, but it was an explanation, and I'll take it exactly. Um, and so it turns out like he is he can only survive below zero because when they got him in when they got him into Arkham, he was actually um overheating. Overheating. Yeah. Um, and so they've but but uh, Strange tells him that. Uh, they've modified the suit so that he can start walking around. They're working on making him mobile, which is a great idea. Well, all it took was a line of dialogue to explain it. It did. Boom, there it is. Thank you, Mr. Boston. Um, and so this is when uh, Strange tells him, uh, he's like, you need to rest because we have a project in mind for you. And oh. I'm just like, this is awesome. <sighs> and so then uh, Victor's like, I should have died. And Strange is like, okay. Act like you did. This is a new beginning for you. a new beginning. Um, so the only thing that was keeping him remotely in check, which is Nora, is gone. And so now he's into crazy supervillain territory. And I'm well, sure. pretty excited. Sure, sure. Well, we must have villains. But now we have the most exciting part of the show. <gasps> Strange goes into another room. And we've got all these bodies in, like, all these tanks. In the tanks. Which we've seen these tanks before. We have. And there's Jerome. Yes, Ajara. Okay, so uh, Theo Galavan is in the first tank. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's probably the big one. For sure. Yeah. Well, that was the big reveal because Jerome has turned backwards. But you saw that shocker red hair. But I'll be damned if that is not Jerome. Yeah, my murder son is still alive. Um, The third one? Well, let's let's come back to it. He's arm. Let, he's got one arm he's missing. One arm. Let's come back to it. Okay, and then fucking fish Mooney. The fourth tank is fish Mooney. Now the internet has gone back and forth as to whether or not it is fish, but if you look at it, you can see the side of her head is shaved. Yep. Plus, coupled with the fact that we saw a black woman in a tank with red tips on her hair at the end of what was it episode? The right before the break. Yeah. Um, and that's I'm sorry, that's fish. Yes, it is. So. That suck it is that's, it's fish. fish so which um, i totally called like last year so let let's discuss the third tank which i i requested theories but got none Aww. um i did find one theory on uh the reddits okay could it somehow be caleb dumas <gasps> a dumas who got his arm chopped off <gasps> shut up just gonna point it like, out. Like way, way back in the day, though, that was like a hundred years ago, right? Preserved all these decades. That would be cool. That seems to be the only connection to somebody with their arm cut off that we can cut up, come up with. That would be super cool. So, um, but so with so if you take that theory, okay, the which the- I totally do. The Theo Galavan and the unidentified armless man who could possibly be Caleb Dumas bears the question. Is Hugo Strange working with the Order of St. Dumas? <gasps> cool. I'm excited. This is pretty Just cool. going to put that out there. Um, there's another theory that the guy, the, the redheaded guy could possibly be Jay Garrick. I don't care. He's Jerome. I don't know who that is. He's Jerome. Uh, so it's got to be Jerome. So here's my question. <laughs> this is the question that's burning me. Okay. Where the fuck is Scarecrow? We have been all over Arkham Asylum. We've been down in Indian Hill. Where the hell the last is time, Scarecrow? Last time we saw him, he was in a real hospital, not Arkham. He was in Well, a they were going to transfer him to Arkham, if I remember correctly. Uh, I can't remember if they were or not, but that sounds like something that they would do. So, but still, 
Yeah. This is a perfect environment to introduce the character of Scarecrow. He could have been uh, sedated in that hospital room with uh, Barbara King. Yeah, because if he's in constant terror, they might have just had to put him in a coma. I mean, and you know that Doctor Strange would love to get his hands on him. He would. You know he would. He would in a creepy, creepy way. But no mention of him whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So there's 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 that. But I'm super excited because Jerome. They have been hinting in press releases that some people are coming back. So please let it be Jerome because he was just way well, too much fun. Well, I mean, with fun. that scene, how do you? I mean, come on, people are coming back. I mean, yeah. they wouldn't give that to us if nobody was coming back. So yeah. All right, that's all I have. Um, can we talk about like the spoilery thing real quick? That we talked about last week and this just confirms. All right. Um, if anybody wants to send us any feedback, you can email us at randomteapodcast at gmail.com. We appreciate you listening. We're now going to talk some spoilers. And go. Okay. This just proves that Fish Mooney is coming back. Which we Well, which we, we knew. knew that Jada Pinkett Smith was signed up to come back. Right. Right. But this just proves that. Yeah. So she. But it's even more intriguing to me that she's not just um, like dumped in the river and she you know found some kindly old lady to take care like or whatever <laughs> whatever bullshit story they could yeah, come up with yeah yeah like she's been purposely saved and possibly enhanced well i think they saved they they left it open at the end was this end of season one yeah they left it open to see what the the fan reaction would be yes 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 to her character and once they saw how much people enjoyed the character of mm-hmm. uh, fish mooney Okay, we can bring her back. Yeah. I and think they, it's awesome. te- they teased her in that one episode. Yeah, and they did. They didn't announce that she was recast until, until much, much later. later. Not recast, but brought back. Yeah. Until like just a few weeks ago. Yeah. So there you go. So I'm super excited. I know. It's so exciting. So yeah. Yay. I just wanted to squeeze about that a little I bit know more. I you did. So, um, so yeah. I think that's all I have. That's all I have on Gotham. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes, please talk to us. Thanks for listening. Thank you.